what lies in store for you. There's so many things to see and do. Summer, winter, spring, or fall. Your home in the Rockies has it all. So get up, get ready to start your day. The coffee's brewing, you're on your way. The fun is waiting outside your door. Good morning, Vale. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your Sunday edition of Good Morning Vale here on TV8. I'm your host, Liz, and we have a wonderful Sunday in store for you guys. What a beautiful day it's going to be. We're going to have some sunny skies, and it's just going to be a nice day. A little bit cold, but that's okay because we know how to stay warm out here in the Vale Valley. Now, we have some great things going on today. We're going to have another new Glitz and Glam interview with Gretchen. She's going to go on over to Plastic Surgery Center and we're going to find out what they do over there to make ourselves look beautiful and feel glamorous at the end of the day. And then we also have a segment with Tracy, our fabulous cook that we have here on TV8 in the kitchen. She's just incredible and I can't wait to see what she's going to whip up for us today. That happened earlier in the week. We'll show you a clip about that. And then, of course, we have the magnificent Claire Noble. We have a clip that we're going to show you that we did discuss with her. She's with Eagle County. Now, what she does is just an incredible position because she really just watches over us. She takes care of everybody, and her and her team just do a great job to keep the economy and the community at a good pace. Now, I wanted to bring up something because the other day I was on a trail and I realized there's a lot of trash out there. Now, we have a beautiful, beautiful place that we live and we want to call home forever. And with climate change and everything else, we don't want to add to all of the extra stuff that we have coming our way. And we want to have some environmental sustainability. And Vail Valley, they really do pride themselves on that. They, they want the environment to be a source of health and beauty and recreation for all of us. So with that said, we want to live, work, and play in a place that's clean and beautiful and that will left forever. So what we want is the goals for there is an environmental sustainability strategic plan through Vail, and their goals are to have solid waste stream diversion and recycling. Please recycle, just rinse everything out, it's pretty easy. And then energy efficiency, ecosystem health, sustainability and economic development. And we need some public education. Just get everybody aware and pitching in. Now we have greenhouse gases that are actually, they account for 125 million tons of carbon pollution in Colorado alone per year. So that's something we all want to take a look at too. And Vail Mountain has an annual cleanup and we can all get involved with that. There's always places to volunteer. We have a lot of community organizations here in the Valley. So you can join in and join in on the fun. There is something called Epic Promise Connect. That's epicpromise.com. If you get on over there, there's an annual cleanup that they have every year that you can join in on and be a volunteer for. There's also volunteer trail crews that we can all take part of. I love that over near the Science Center last year. They were cleaning up that trail to such a degree that it was just absolutely magnificent. We all can pitch in and do something really, really wonderful. We want to conserve water, and we know how to do that. There's lots of ways to conserve water. Turn it off when you're kind of walking away from the sink. I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I turn around and I realize my water is still running, so I want to get that off. 
And of course, we want to keep our rivers happy and flowing and all of that good stuff. So make sure you put your dishwashers on the, lower, the lowest settings and where it takes the less amount of time. Same thing with your washing machines. And wash everything in bulk. Don't just do little items at a time. That will help our community conserve and that way we can live long and just forever here in our beautiful, beautiful community. So we're going to control the trails and the parks and be conservative, right? And something else will help is snow to give us plenty of water. So we're going to take a look at the weather to find out when the snow is coming back and to tell you know all about your Sunday. And it looks like it's going to be a nice sunny day, everybody. By 8 a.m., it'll be 11 degrees, 36 degrees for your high. Winds will be west, southwest, 10 to 15 miles an hour, which means it'll be a little bit chillier up there on the mountain. But yeah, I'll know what to do to layer up and get yourselves all cozy and ready for the big day. Mostly sunny skies. I'm super excited about that. Sunny all the way through. By noon, it'll be 31 degrees. By 4 p.m., 34 degrees. Still mostly sunny skies. By 8 p.m., 29 degrees. And the clouds will start to roll in right around the evening time. And 56 degrees and mostly sunny in Denver. Mostly sunny skies throughout the entire Vail Valley and Vail 36 degrees, 42 degrees in Eagle and in Avon 38 degrees. Now we're gonna see the overnight low is 21 degrees tonight. Cloudy skies overnight, sunsets at 7.17 p.m. Winds will be south five to 10 miles per hour overnight. Now, I mentioned more snow, and here it's gonna come, everybody. By tomorrow, we'll have 40% chance of precipitation just to kick off the week for lots of snow, and 40 degrees for your high, 26 degrees for your low Monday evening. On Tuesday, 40% chance of snow showers, and 36 degrees for your high, 31 degrees for your low. Wednesday, lots of snow, everybody. 80% chance of precipitation, 38 degrees for your high, 21 degrees for your low, and Thursday, we still have a lot of snow coming our way, 50% chance of same, 33 degrees for your high, and 20 degrees for your low by Friday, 30% chance of snow showers, everybody, 32 degrees for your high, and 18 degrees for your low. Now we're going to take a look at your resort report in just a second. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. <coughs> Welcome back, everybody. We have no new snow to speak of for the last 24 to 48 hours, but just wait. Our season total already is 278 inches. We're talking about Beaver Creek right now. 58 inches is the base depth over there. They've extended the lift hours, everybody. Yes, till 4 p.m. So you have from 8.30 in the morning till 4 p.m. to get on over to Beaver Creek and ride those lifts. 25 of them are open for everybody. We have 163 trails. 98% of that terrain is available to everybody to ski and board up in Beaver Creek. Taking a look right now in Vail, no new snow in the last 24 to 48 hours. However, the season total is already 297 inches. I think we're going to reach that goal that Maddie mentioned earlier in the week at 300 inches for sure. 74 inches is your base depth. Again, your lift hours have been extended till 4 p.m. So 8.30 in the morning till 4 p.m. You can ride those lifts and get your full day in of activities. 33 of the lifts are open for everybody. 275 trails giving you 100% of that terrain. It's all available to everybody. Be safe out there, everybody. Have a great day on the mountain. Welcome back to your Sunday edition of Good Morning Vale on TV8. I'm your host, Liz. We always have a lot of really great guests 
here in the studio. One of my favorites is Claire Nurble. She works with the Eagle County and she does amazing things. Her and her crew just really take care of everybody here. So we had a wonderful interview with Claire this week and we're going to go take a look at it right now to see what she has to say for all of us. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. We're talking all things Eagle County first thing this morning. So we had the Eagle County Animal Shelter on. Now we've got Claire Noble from Eagle County coming to talk with us about so many wonderful things that are happening. We have four agenda items to be hitting. Good morning, Claire. Good morning. Thanks for the, the lightning round this morning. <laughs> yeah. You know, we um, one of our, the things that we have to deal with up here in the mountains is wildfire danger. Yes. And one of the great things about our community, I think, is how collaborative a lot of organizations are. And we just received national recognition for the wildfire effort, both at the organization level and the individual level. So the Eagle Valley Wildland, which is kind of a collaboration between Eagle County um, Eagle Fire, Gypsum Fire, and the Eagle River Fire Protection District. And sometimes you'll see their EC alerts, right? That yes. they're um, doing slash pile burning somewhere. So don't call 911 if you see some puffs of smoke. Or perhaps you've noticed around the valley, like areas where vegetation has been cleared, those are strategic fire breaks. Yes. That is all this Eagle Valley wildland. Now, the other individual who won individually and received national recognition is Eric Lofgren. He's our wildfire mitigation specialist at the county, and he's the one who started realfire.net. And I know I was pushing that a lot over the summer. It's still there. So if you go to realfire.net, you can sign up to receive, it's free, a service where someone comes out, a specialist, and looks at your property, your house, your yard, and lets you know where you can make changes to make your house more fire resilient. And a lot of that is like old vegetation, or really close to the house, or yes. trees hanging over the house, or just things like storing wood underneath your deck, you know, things that are combustible. Yes. So he started that. And so he received national recognition and the Eagle Valley Wildland also received national recognition for wildfire mitigation efforts. Which is something that's so cool here because we do know that sometimes it happens and we see a summer where we're a little bit dry. Thank goodness right now our snowpack is so wonderful that even like going into the summer, I'm feeling better this year than I was last year. And last year was, for us, a fortunate summer. We yes. had a couple of small fires, but nothing that took down any structures or really threatened any communities. But, you know, when you see a fire and you're at your house and you can see it from your house, that's, that's enough to, get, you know, to scare you and be extremely concerning. So we want people to be proactive, and so realfire.net is one of the ways you as a homeowner can be proactive. Well, not only that, but you come in, in in the summer and you give us such great tips and tricks on how to have a duffel bag prepared to keep you, your family, your pets, everyone nice and safe if you do have to get out of there. Now let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about something that you can do down at the Eagle County Regional Airport. So Hertz Rental Car is shifting its fleet to electric vehicles. Wow. And they've installed a bank of high-speed chargers. So a high-speed charger will allow you to charge, fully charge an electric vehicle in about an hour. And so one of the issues with electric charging is the, the electricity we use in our buildings and our homes is alternating current. 
And this is important, and we have Nikola Tesla to thank for this, because otherwise you get electrocuted. Right. But your car uses direct current. So it's one of the things that slows down the charging process, that when you plug your vehicle in, it has to be converted to direct current in order for the vehicle to run. And that's one of the things that makes it a little bit slower. These fast chargers will make it a lot faster. And so if you have a fleet of vehicles like Hertz does, then this will make it easier and faster for them to charge their vehicles. And slowly but surely over the next few years, they're gonna shift all of their fleet to electric vehicles. And you know, one of the great things about that is it's really consumer driven. People reaching out saying, hey, I'm on vacation. I think I wanna rent a Tesla. And so Tesla's Polestars, these are some of the vehicles that they're going to have. Which is so cool. And it just goes to show how much that the Eagle County Regional Airport is really taking that motion to minimize their carbon footprint. We've talked a lot with uh, private aviation about what they're doing and how they're repurposing fuel and making sure that their carbon footprint is so little. And it's one of the really cool things about our community because we are really trying to make that difference. And so that is such exciting news for everyone. Well, one of the county's strategic priorities is to be good stewards of our environment. And one of the ways we want to do that is to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. And we're hoping part of the, the whole community's climate action plan is to reduce those by 50% by 2030. So every little bit helps, and especially in the, the area of transportation, because transportation contributes 42% of our greenhouse gas emissions. So any way we can chip away at that, is, is a really great way to reach this goal of greenhouse gas emission reductions. I love our community and I love how like focused we all are on making it better and you guys do such a good job over at Eagle County in providing so many different things. Now, we talked a little bit about EC alerts earlier. We're gonna need to update those EC alerts or sign up for them if you have not yet because you guys are doing some controlled little stops here and there on Highway 6. Let's talk about it. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. So just west of Edwards, there's an intersection. It's Highway 6 and Hillcrest Road. Now, there was at my office quite a bit of discussion around Hillcrest Road because we don't know where the hill or the crest is, but it's the road right when you want to go, let's say to the um, water treatment plant. Yes. There's the self storage on the other, other side of the road. It's before you get to Vail Christian High School or St. Clair's. And this is a real bottleneck, especially in the mornings as people leave Lake Creek Village and try to turn right or left onto Highway 6. It's really tough. So one of the ways we're going to try to make this commute easier for the folks in that area is turn that intersection into a roundabout. Amazing. In order to do that, we have to move the utilities first. So Holy Cross Energy is going to be out there Wednesday and Thursday moving those uh, utilities around. And what that will result in are intermittent closures throughout the day, those two days. So people need to be aware of that. If you can avoid the area, that'd be great. The actual roundabout work is going to happen this summer, but this is just utility work getting ready for that eventual construction. Yeah, just those pre-steps before the real heavy hitting work goes into that one area. Now, this is incredible because that is a very tight place. If you make it to any of those schools, if you have to go to any of those schools, it is so hard sometimes. Yeah, so this is Really, it's a safety issue, but it's also a time issue. You know, time is money, and people, yes. you know, when you have to add 15 minutes onto your commute in the morning because that's how long it takes you to get through one intersection, this can really save people a lot of time and make the commute a lot faster and easier. 
Now, we've been talking a lot about how wonderful Eagle County is. You guys are doing something to completely become transparent so people know how their votes are being counted and people can see not personally one another's votes, but people can see that people in our community are voting. So let's talk about clerk and recorders. I never get tired about talking about the clerk and recorder's <laughs> office because they're amazing. Regina O'Brien is our clerk and recorder. And so what they have done is they've created this tool mm -hmm. and we'll be sending out the release later on this week so people will be able to see the URL to go to this tool. You have to actually register, put your name in, get a password in order to avail yourself of it. But what it will show, allow you to scroll through is every single ballot wow. cast in Eagle County in the 2022 general election. Now, it's not tied to a name because, of course, our, our ballots are secret, but yes. you'll be able to see every single ballot. So if you have any questions about who won, who didn't won, how many votes people got, you can go through and look through every single one of those ballots if you so desire. We're one of the few counties in, in the state of Colorado that offers this tool. Which shows that we are here to be transparent. We are here to support our community. You guys are doing great things for Thank our you. environment. You guys are doing great things for the transparency level to make sure that people know. And on top of all of it, we're celebrating 140 years. We are. And we kicked off in February because February 11th, we turned 140 years old. You know, when Colorado started... 1876, we're the Centennial State. About seven years later, Eagle County was actually carved out of Summit County. And what I didn't realize is that we've gone through several iterations of county creation. I think we're probably static now. I don't think we'll be creating any more. But the thing is, 100 years ago, if your county seat was 100 miles away, it would take you days to get there. Right. So it made sense to have smaller, sort of bite-sized counties that you could get to the county seat to do business. So we are celebrating that. We've had a couple of guest speakers, historical guest speakers. We had one last week, great turnout at the Eagle Public Library. We have a then and now photography exhibit. Right now we're working on a seedling planting with the green team at Battle Mountain High School. And in fact, you can also buy seedlings from the Battle Mountain High School seedling team and they will plant them for you. Wow. They have red maples, they have aspens, and they have blue spruces that they'll be planting around the county. How incredible, Claire. Thank you so much for coming on, giving us all this great information and spending some time with me. I love when you come in because then I feel like I'm so up to date on everything happening in our community. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a real pleasure. We love having you on. You come back anytime. Thanks. Girls Morning Veil this morning, for real. Thank you, Maddie. Make sure that you check out all of the wonderful things happening with Eagle County. If you are going to rent a car, remember it's going to be electric to minimize that carbon footprint. There is going to be some intermittent stopping on that Highway 6 corridor happening over in Edwards, so be prepared for that. If you do not have EC alerts on your phone, make sure that you go and sign up for them. That way you can be in the know with all of these great things. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. Happy Sunday, everybody. I have to say I am really proud and happy to be part of the TV8 Vale family. I think I started about nine months ago, and I've watched it grow insanely just under the hands of Danielle Turner. She is the chief and the one that runs everything, and I've watched her work tirelessly just growing and ramping up TV8 Vale. We have so many great new programs. As you can tell, we've extended the morning show for a whole hour, lots of great guests. So we actually sat Danielle down. It was with Maddie, of course, and she discussed with her all of the changes and the amazing things that we have going on here at TV8 Vale. So let's take a look so we can all get filled in.
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. As I promised, we're going to introduce you to our fearless leader and our incredible boss here at TV8, and that's Danielle Turner. And we're so excited to always have her joining me on the couch to give us so much great information. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning, Maddie. I love when you're on the couch, only because then it really makes it Girls Morning Vale, which thrills me. <laughs> I love Girls Morning Vale. I'm excited to be with you here in the second hour this morning. I know. Congratulations on the new expansion of the two-hour Good Morning Vale show. We're all really excited to be here now for a longer, longer period of time every morning. Absolutely. Congratulations to you as well. Thank you. I uh, couldn't have done it without the help of my wonderful boss. <laughs> So it all came to life. That's know? right. That's right. And we've got all kinds of new content I was just to gonna, share. I was just going to say, with this new two-hour expansion, you are doing such an incredible job bringing these new ideas to life. And so let's talk about them. Let's talk about it. So um, tomorrow in the second hour, yes. or in the first hour too, um, you'll be seeing our new um, edition of the scoreboard, our local high school segment. Um, that will run around the 7.30 hour, and then I play again in the 8 o'clock hour. Um, and that's with our incredible sports team, Ben Roof, hosting, and Brett Ferraro behind the scenes with all of the uh, graphics and uh, uh, camera work. So um, that's I'm really excited about that launch. And you'll see that every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here during Good Morning Vale. Which is so cool because what an opportunity to give these kids time to speak about something they love, something they're passionate about. Oh, yeah. And we just produce such incredible athletes here in our community. We do. So to help them just get that little bit of media training is such a wonderful experience, not only for them, but for everyone here as well. Absolutely. So we're, we're very excited about that and other things to come with that segment as well. But for now, you'll find it right here and then, of course, on our website at thescoreboardnation.com which is a great place to go exploring if you love sports or if you love the outdoor lifestyle because Scoreboard Nation is still there, the show, which yes. then you can explore three of our favorite mountain towns. Yes, you can, and um, that show is still there. And because of the two-hour expansion, we've also done a complete overhaul, really, of the programming schedule here at TV8. Yes. So if you're um, interested in Scoreboard Nation, you can now find it with back-to-back -back episodes at 7 p.m. every day. Which, if you've not yet seen Scoreboard Nation, it's my favorite show to host, except for Good Morning Fail. And it's way fun to just see all of these wonderful activities. So you can do things from incredible hikes, not only here in this community, but from Park City or from Reno, Tahoe, to clear kayak like, it's a clear kayak in one of the beautiful yes. lakes. That one sticks in my brain so much because I saw that video and I was like, all right, so we're going, right? That can be like the team trip. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, in Lake Tahoe, so yes, yes, gorgeous. And they're just covered in snow right now, so great time to get over there. <laughs> they have gotten slammed with snow <laughs> as of late. And check it out. Now, we've got some other really cool things taking place. Of course, we have a great show, Good Day Vale. Now, that's shifting kind of in its normal block, correct? Yes, it also has a new time slot, so it will be on at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. every day with two back-to-back -back episodes. So if you like to binge watch... We're the place to start binge-watching your favorite shows. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, but getting back to what's happening here on Good Morning Vale, um, another segment that we are launching is called um, Glitz and Glam, and that's hosted by Gretchen Plushaw. And she'll be exploring some of the you know, fabulous beauty treatments, um, all of the wonderful 
shops that we have here locally, jewelry, you know, all those fun things. Um, and so you'll see the first episode of that probably later this week. So that's exciting. It's super exciting. And especially if we've been talking a lot about it just because we live in such an outdoor sporty community. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice to take that time, refresh, give yourself a little bit of maybe like a boost to restart, right? Like a facial to bring your skin back yes. to life after these cold temperatures and kind of this weird mix of like rain, snow and cool temperatures and then dry weather. So what a great way to just experience all of the wonderful things in our community. Absolutely. We, we talk frequently on this show about how important self-care is. Yes. And that's a lot of what Gretchen will be covering. So we're excited about that. We are excited about that. And then, of course, we have Colorful Cooking, where we do these great little segments within Good Morning Vale to really help people maybe get inspired for that dinner time rush that everyone gets into, or maybe the day slips away from you and you forget, well, you can tune into Good Morning Vale, and sometimes we've got some great ideas. Absolutely. Colorful Cooking's been a half-hour show that we've done for a while here on um, TV8, and that will still have a time slot at noon, uh, Monday through Friday, but um, Tracy Miller, who is the host of that show, is going to come on and do some um, fun, like, breakfast segments, like packing the kids' lunches, you know, fun things like that here on Good Morning Vale to kind of get the day going for you. Which is so incredible because I know that that was one of my uh, family's biggest struggles was getting the kids out the door with their lunches in hand and making sure that everything just went so smoothly and especially because now we're seeing precipitation still and the roads yes. are scary and it's just better to leave earlier and to get out the door earlier and have everything ready to go. Absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, the other thing that we're going to be doing is um, a designated um, entertainment segment here during Good Morning Vale. Um, I think, you know, what we learned from our friends, Dogs in a Pile, um, are you, that YouTube video is now over 1,000 views um, everywhere from, you know, here locally to we've heard from people in New York and even as far as Spain um, that they're very excited for these guys. And I think it's, it's taught us that there's a definite um, need for more focus on the touring bands here. And so we're going to launch that as a five-minute segment here on Good Morning Vale. And then that will be the, the kickoff to the um, longer form half hour episode that we're planning um, in a couple of weeks. Which is so much fun because I love this expansion and we, we all know Good Morning Vale has been around for quite some time and we've covered a lot of things in years prior, but now we're really coming forward to be here for you guys as a community-based TV station to give the kids an opportunity, to give the arts, the entertainment, to give kind of that glitz, glam, skincare focused to really just make sure that you are getting all the information that's really going to change your life here in the Vale Valley. And then of course we've got Good Day Vale to help you acclimate your lifestyle if you're new here to our community and so many wonderful things. But we have some really exciting news because if you love what we do here at TV8, then uh, we're looking for some people to join our team. We certainly are. You know, you go through an expansion like this, there's plenty of opportunities. So a week or so ago, we had a casting call. We had some great people turn out for that. Yes. Um, and so I'm excited to start bringing some of those people in. But there's still opportunities. So if you weren't able to come and see us for that, um, certainly feel free to send a resume um, to me at Danielle at TV8Vale.com. We'll be happy to have you in at a convenient time right. um, and see if we can't get some of these spots filled. Which is just a ton of fun. And if you love to work in a fast-paced, upbeat, and just like, I, I can't even tell you, like the most family-friendly, like we just all love each other so deeply here, work environment, then this is the place to be. 
I think so. I think so too. <laughs> I have the most fun at work because we always have some kind of giggle going on and just <laughs> a way to like make sure that the morale just stays high and you do such a wonderful job as a boss. And so from myself and everyone here that is uh, behind the scenes right now, we all want to thank you. I appreciate that, Maddie. <laughs> And we appreciate you being here. Now, people have so much to expect from us, but we just saw your wonderful Sun Max up on the screen for the Wacky Winter Reading Program. So really quickly, <laughs> yes. how much longer can people participate in that? So Wacky Winter Reading will go to the end of the ski season. And so we've, we've still got a few weeks left. We've already gotten some um, participants send in their information, but there's a form on our website at tvavail.com. Just click on the Wacky Winter Reading page. You can download the form. Um, fill it out, send it in, um, and the kids can get some uh, fun prizes. Danielle, thank you so much for coming, sitting with me, and making it truly Girls Morning Veil this morning. Always a pleasure, Maddie. We love having you here. Make sure that you check out tv8veil.com. That way you can get more information about the positions we're hiring for the new program schedule. And then, of course, you can catch up on anything that you've missed here. That way you can stream us there, or you can always tune in to Comcast Xfinity Channel 92. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show, so stay tuned. Welcome to your TV8 Weather Center. I'm Liz and I'm going to give you a nice look at your Sunday. We have mostly sunny skies throughout the day, so it's going to be really pretty by 8 a.m. 11 degrees. Today's high is 36 degrees and we have winds west-southwest 10 to 15 miles per hour. Taking a look at the full day, sunny, sunny skies, everybody. By noon, 31 degrees. By 4 p.m., 34 degrees. By the time we get to 8 p.m., the clouds will start to roll in a little bit to cover the sky and 29 degrees. And then we're going to take a look right now as we go to the I-70 corridor and make our way down to Denver. It is going to be mostly sunny over there and 56 degrees. It's nice and warm in Denver, right? In Vail, 36 degrees, mostly sunny skies in Eagle, 42 degrees, and in Avon, 38 degrees with mostly sunny skies throughout the entire day. Your low tonight is 21 degrees. We will have cloudy skies overnight. Sunset tonight is at 717. Now we're going to take a look at the week. That's where all the snow comes back starting tomorrow to kick off the week. We have 40% chance of precipitation and 40 degrees for your high and 26 for your low for Monday. By Tuesday, we still have snow showers, 40% chance of same, 36 degrees for your high, 31 degrees for your low. In Wednesday, lots more snow, everybody. 80% chance of precipitation, 38 degrees for your high, and 21 degrees for your low. Thursday, continued snow showers at 50% chance, and then we have 33 degrees for your high and 20 degrees for your low. By Friday, still some snow, 30% chance of same, 32 degrees for your high, and 18 degrees for your low. Thanks to Sun and Ski for being your weather report sponsor this hour. They are amazing. Get on over there. They are located here in Avery. You can get gear for every season of the year, lots of gifts for people that you love, and of course, accessories, clothing, and so much more. So go check them out today. Now we're going to take a look over at the Lens Report. Maddie's going to give us that report for the day, brought to you by Eyepieces of Vail. Lens of the Day is brought to you by Eyepieces of Vail and Goggle Bar, serving the Vail Valley for over 30 years. We've got the Anon WM1 right here. Then we've got the Anon M2 right here. Now, the reason I have both frames out is so that you can see a little bit of that size difference. So as I tilt, oops, all these magnets sticking together. As I tilt these goggle lenses up, 
<laughs> you can just see a little bit of a slight difference in the sizes. So this one is a little bit bigger than this one. This one is a little bit smaller of a frame and a little bit smaller of a fit, more women specific. This one's going to be a little bit bigger of a frame, giving you that bigger depth of field in your peripheral vision. Now, it is really important on a day when you're getting out there that you have the correct goggle lens. This entire system, both the M1 and the M2, make it so easy for you to change your goggle lenses. So if you are getting out there, let's say it's a nice, beautiful, sunny, bluebird day, you need that darker lens. So this is the darker out of these two lenses right here, and you can see that, man, I've got butterfingers this morning. You can see that right here, and so you're going to want the darker lens to allow less UV rays in for a day when that sunshine is out. Now, we are expecting to see some precipitation into the forecast today, so we will see a little bit of cloud coverage. So we're going to switch that out for that low light lens because this is what you would want to ski with on a day like today. Now, there are some really other cool features about these goggles. Now, as we make our way over, it's the exact same system on the M2. So here's your sunny day lens. It snaps right in, and then all you have to do is grab that goggle lens and pull it right out from the frame. That way you can put that low light in, lens in and it sounds so cool when you get it close, like boom, goggle lens is in, that simple. There's a lot of really nice features to this entire magnet system and one of which is the MFI, the magnet, magnetic face mask integration. So this is really cool because it just allows you to cover and uncover your face nice and easily out there on the slopes. So as we take a look at this, all you have to do is pull it down, your goggle and your face mask have nice little magnets in it and then once you want it back up you can just get it close and it snaps right in. Now another really nice feature of these face masks is when you would like to wash them, they have these little teeny tiny magnetic bars that you can pull out so you don't destroy that in the wash um, and that way everything is just nice and well maintained and so there it is that nice little piece that's going to allow your face mask to magnet be magnetic so it's super convenient it's super easy and then you can wash these constantly throughout the season and especially you're going to want to wash them when you have those incredible powder days where you're sweating and it's getting nice and wet a lot from the snow it's important that you keep that gear nice and clean now it has these nice ventilation holes it has it on both this one and this one to make it nice and easy for you out there on the mountain and then getting this little guy back in is actually way more simpler than I'm making it look right now um, but this is a great system if you're getting out there to enjoy the snow. So you can get your hands on all of this right now at eyepieces avail they've got six convenient locations throughout our community you're going to want to go check them out you're going to want to see all of the fun that they have to offer only because it's super nice when you have everything right at your fingertips so having not only both of your goggle lenses at your fingertips but then having your face mask where you can just get it close and it magnets right to your goggle now this is a great system as well because as we take a look at it you can see that it's going to keep that ventilation out, which means that it's going to be able to cycle your air through as you are breathing into that face mask. It's also going to help with these nice little air ventilated holes on both of them. So make sure that you go get your hands on a pair of these only because they're super incredible. We want to thank Eyepieces Avail for bringing you this Lens of the Day report this morning. Now, like I said, they've got six convenient locations throughout our community. So go check any one of them out and get your hands on all of these great products. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show.
Welcome back to the Sunday edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm your host, Liz, and I hope you enjoyed that interview with Danielle and Maddie finding out all the great things that we have going on here at TV8 Vale. One of our newest segments they were discussing is our very own Gretchen's Glitz and Glamour, darlings. It's going to be such a great segment. And she goes around and she talks to people and just brings in all this magnificent stuff that we all want to know about. Now, she recently visited Magnet and Copet Plastic Surgery Center, and we're going to find out what she learned from them to see how we can improve our quality of life within the way we look and feel. Welcome to Glitz and Glam. I'm your host, Gretchen Plushaw. I'm so excited to be here at the Mangit Copet Plastic Surgery and Skincare. Let's go in. I'm here with the incredible Dr. Mangat. I'm so excited. We are here at Mangat Culpit Plastic Surgery and Skincare, and I am so excited to introduce you to him and hear about all the incredible things that you guys have to offer. Well, thank you. Um, so if you can think about personal enhancement, uh, face or body or skin, we offer that. So we're kind of uh, uh, an all-inclusive uh, provider of surgical and non-surgical uh, personal enhancement. Uh, we are kind of a surgery specialists in this practice in that I specialize just in the face and neck, and Dr. Copet, he does face and neck, and but specializes in body procedures. So we're able to really focus in on certain procedures that are of interest to people. Um, you know, common things like facelifts and eyelid lifts and brow lifts and rhinoplasties, uh, forehead lifts, chemical peels, laser resurfacing, and then Dr. Copet uh, does a lot of breast augmentation, breast reduction, tummy tucks, mommy makeovers. You know, <laughs> at certain stages in people's lives, they find that it's not only aging process, um, maybe some sun changes, and following childbirth, you know, there are certain needs that people have, and so we try to fulfill all of those. And then on the non-surgical side, a significant part of our practice is providing those non-surgical enhancements, things like Botox, Dysport, now Daxify. Uh, these all try to get rid of uh, expression lines and then fillers and injectables that enhance the face. Otherwise, in terms of restoring volume to the face that you've lost with age or genetics. And then we have a variety of uh, uh, technologies that uh, do skin resurfacing, getting rid of red and brown spots, uh, tightening the skin with uh, radiofrequency microneedling, things like that. So, I mean, the, the menu is rather extensive. But overall, I would say that our focus is always on producing that natural, never had surgery look. And I think that's most people, that's what they want. Well, and that's what I was going to say is so special about you guys, is I know many people like myself who have come in here, and you make people feel so beautiful and look so natural. Just enhancing their beauty is the main factor here. It's not about transforming into something different. It's just enhancing your natural beauty, which I love. 
Absolutely, you know, and I mean, you don't ever do the same thing on every person. You have to tailor the procedure for their particular needs based on their facial uh, uh, structure, proportions, their personality, <laughs> all of those things come into play. Uh, but ultimately, you know, we really like what we do uh, because we're helping people in ways other than, you know, when you typically think of going to the doctor to have, you know, an appendectomy or knee surgery or whatever. Uh, these are personal type of goals people have where they want to feel good about themselves. And uh, so that's what we try to do. I'm here with my friend Chloe Banning. How are you doing, Chloe? So good, Gretchen, thank you. So Chloe and I go way back because she is, I'm going to give a little bit of props to Chloe because she's amazing. She works over here and she does amazing Botox and you do so much more than that. Botox, fillers, et cetera, all things beauty related. Yeah, the bread and butter of my practice is injectables. So Botox and fillers. I also do a lot of skin treatments such as lasers, microneedling, as well as assist my patients with skincare regimens for at home. And I love it because you can see Chloe's face is so beautiful. Her skin is amazing and glowing. And truly, I when I first met her, I was like, this is what I want. And so I feel like you do such a brilliant job. So many people across the valley come to you and you really enhance people's beauty and help them feel good from the inside out. And that's, I know, something that's really important to you here. Yes, definitely. I think that is my favorite part of my job is just when someone, when their confidence is boosted, I love seeing that smile that comes across their face. That truly is the best part of treating patients. So Chloe, I know you do skincare routines, you do Botox, you do fillers, you do all these amazing things. What is your favorite thing to do here? Oh man, that's such a hard question. I mean, I think two things, Botox, because it's a home run every time. <laughs> Everyone loves Botox. And then I also really love fillers as well because you actually see it as it's happening. You see the lifting effects, you see the wrinkles improving, you see the lips becoming more hydrated. So you see it in action and I, I just really love that about fillers. You know, when you're looking for an injector, you want someone that's gonna tell you the truth and that may say no if you don't need a treatment. So um, yeah, I think just making sure that I'm giving the best recommendations for my patients is always the most important thing for me. And Chloe, I was gonna ask you too, how long have you worked here? Yeah, so I've been here for almost three years. And before I was practicing here, I was working at a dermatology office in Las Vegas, doing both medical and cosmetic dermatology. And I actually have to tell you too, I found Chloe on Instagram. <laughs> I was so excited. So many women were sharing about their amazing experience with you and showing all the different things they could. And I remember asking one of my girlfriends how I could get your number, how I could get your name. And then now you're blowing up. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I think Instagram is a great way for me to showcase my skill set, showcase my personality. So um, yeah, feel free to check out my Instagram. And that's, yeah, that's a good kind of segue here too. I was wondering if people are excited and after meeting you and seeing the amazing work you do, I know they will be, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so best way to, is to call the office to schedule a visit. I do free consultations, so do the doctors as well. So feel free to just give the office a call to schedule a free consultation. 
I'm here with Dr. Copet. I'm so excited at the Mangit Copet Plastic Surgery Institute and Skin Care. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. I love, love, love the space. I love the people here. And I really love that you make people feel naturally beautiful and make them feel good from the outside in, I should say. Well, we try. We, we want you know their external appearance to sort of match better how they feel inside. So most people feel younger at times uh, as they age than they look. And so our goal is to sort of get it all in, in symmetry and help people look and feel uh, younger. So I know you do so many different things, and if you could tell us some of those things. Well, we do, you know, what, what our goal here is to have a state-of-the-art, full-service cosmetic surgery center. So from surgery, skin care, uh, non-invasive body sculpting procedures, we, we feel that we have everything that anybody might want or need. Uh, our goal is to have you come in and uh, tell us what bothers you, and we know that we have something to address it. We do cosmetic surgery from head to toe, which sounds like a lot, but it's really probably about 10 operations. Um, but I think really the art of it is when you can really fit the patient with an operation that'll get them a, a safe and natural result, and then you see them afterwards. I mean, whether it's a rhinoplasty or facelift or tummy tuck, or I don't know that the actual surgery is as interesting at this point in my career as <laughs> just sort of um, getting the right fit for the patient. We want to thank the incredible people at Mangate Copet Plastic Surgery and Skin Care. I'm your host, Gretchen Pleshaw. We'll see you next time. Welcome to the second hour of Good Morning Vale on TV8 for your Sunday morning fun. I'm your host, Liz, and we were just looking at a live shot of Vale Village. What a beautiful sight to behold, everybody. It's going to be a nice, mild morning, and then we have a beautiful, sunshiny day. I'm really excited to be here, and we have so many great things going on coming up. I want to remind everybody about Project Funway. That is taking place on the 1st of April, and our wonderful Maddie Evans is going to be co-hosting that with Eric Williams, who is working with me sometimes over at the Mile, and he's just a great guy. He's with the Vale Valley Partnership, and that is just a magnificent organization that we have here locally. I can't wait to see the two of them together watching. It's going to be so much fun. They're going to be emceeing Project Funway, everything but fabric. Imagine what they can do with all these textiles and coming down the runway in a magnificent clothing that has nothing to do with fabric. It's mind-blowing. You're going to have a great time. Again, that's on April 1st. Then we have KT Tunstall coming. Can you believe it? to the Villar Performing Arts Center. I'm so excited. What an amazing artist. She's been around for years and she is just magnificent. So you wanna go check out the Villar Performing Arts Center calendar of events to see when KT is coming on and so much more. They are going to be kicking off summer with the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Lots of great things on their calendar of events all through the Vail Valley Foundation. Thanks so much for bringing us the most exciting entertainment. Go to VillarPAC.org to check it out and get family four packs of tickets as well. And then we have something super great. We are ramping up at the AMP. The Ford Amphitheater is coming in super strong, everybody. They're going to have such a magnificent lineup of entertainment for the summer. And they're kicking off something brand new. It's called Opre at the AMP. And that is coming up with Polo, Big Gigantic, D DJ Peewee, and so much more. If you want to find out the information on the Opry at the Amp, it's brand new. Go to grfavail.com. Those are great activities, and of course, the amphitheater is mostly outdoors, so you want to expect great weather. 
when we get on over there. And you can expect great weather today, that is for sure. Today, as going to be super sunny, everybody, by 8 a.m., 11 degrees. 36 degrees is your high today. We have mostly sunny skies. Super excited about that. Nice bluebird day. Winds west, west southwest, 10 to 15 miles per hour. And then we're going to take a look at the entire day. All sunshine, everybody. By noon, sunny skies at 31 degrees. By 4 p.m., 34 degrees, mostly sunny. By 8 p.m., we'll get a little cloud coverage coming in, and it'll be 29 degrees, a little bit bigger than that normal crescent moon that we usually see. In Denver, 56 degrees and super sunny. In Vail, sunny skies 36 degrees partly sunny and eagle with 42 degrees avon partly sunny skies but mostly sunny and 38 degrees and we're going to go take a look right now at your overnight low is 21 degrees with cloudy skies your sun tonight will set at 717. here's a look at the week lots of snow to be talked about everybody by four by monday 40% chance of precipitation, 40 degrees is your high, and 26 degrees is your low. By Tuesday, 40% chance of precipitation, scattered snow showers all around. 36 degrees is your high, and 31 degrees is your low for Tuesday. Wednesday, 80% chance of precipitation, and we're going to have lots of snow. 38 degrees for your high, 21 degrees for your low by Thursday. 50% chance of snow showers, 33 for your high and 20 degrees for your low. And Friday, 30% chance of snow showers and scattered snow showers all throughout Friday. And then 32 degrees for your high, 18 degrees for your low. That is a look at your weather. In just a second, we're going to take a look at your resort report. This resort report is brought to you by Sun and Ski Sports, your new mountain sports headquarters. Exciting news, everybody. The lift hours in Beaver Creek and Vail have been extended till 4 p.m., give you a little bit extra added time out there on the mountain. No new snow to speak of in the last 24 to 48 hours. However, the season total is 278 in Beaver Creek, 58 inches is your base depth and of course like i said your lift hours now 8 30 to 4 p.m a little extra time for you guys and the lifts open we have 25 lifts available for you guys in beaver creek 163 of those trails are open giving you 98 percent of that terrain then we're going to get on over to vale no new snow to speak of in Vail for the last 24 to 48 hours. We do have 297 inches as your season total so far. So much snow, everybody. 74 inches is your base depth. Again, lift hours extended to 4 p.m. So we have 8.30 to 4 p.m. to get your lifts on. And there's 33 of those available for you guys. 275 trails are available in Vail. 100% of that terrain is available to everybody. Thanks to Sun and Ski for sponsoring your resort report. They're located at Avon. Get on over to Sun and Ski for all your gear for every single season of the year. That's a look at your resort report right here on TVA Fail. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We have so many altruistic organizations here in the Vale Valley. TEDx is one of them, TEDx Vale. Maddie had a chance to sit down with them a little bit ago throughout the month, and she got word on all of their amazing programs and events that they have coming up. Let's take a look and find out. Welcome back to the show. If you're looking for a great way to not only learn about our community, but our environment and all of the wonderful things that really bring everyone together here, well then TEDxVale is the place to go and I'm sitting here with Kat Haber, yes, the organizer of TEDxVale. Thank you so much for being here this morning. It's my delight. Thank you so much, Maddie. 
We love having you here, and you have quite the title here in our community, but you're taking this seat right now to be the organizer of TEDxVail, which you guys are doing a lot of programs soon. We are. Uh, we have uh, March 26th, we have TEDxVail Planetary Countdown, which is all about climate solutions. And then the youth in our valley, from Vail Mountain School all the way to Eagle Valley High School, will be producing their own event live at Battle Mountain High School on April 16th. And then May 7th, straight from the TED 2023 conference, we'll be curating a special group of TED Talks. Wow. Latest ideas. Which is so cool because it's such a way to expand your horizons and learn more. So if you're one of those people who sits at home, you have a curious brain, you like to read news articles, you like to see what's going on in our community, or especially the climate change thing, because this yeah. is something that so many people here in our community specifically are so devoted to making a difference. And so any tidbits of information they can get is such a wonderful resource. Yeah, and these are solutions that are doable. They're about farming, they're about food, they're about the future, sustainability. Uh, we've curated a dozen talks from the 100 talks that I coached last November for TEDx Boston. We've curated the talks that are most relevant to our high mountain community here. And uh, I think you'll be very pleased to participate not only in watching the talks, but to us what really counts is building an engaged community of solutionaries. Which I think is so important, and especially because... I mean, we all want to see this incredible snowpack continue year yeah. after year. We've had a great snow year this Yay. year, right? That's like the celebration for everyone. Our water is going to be pretty good this summer, and we want to continue to see that happen, but we yeah. have to start as the change. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't know yet how to be involved, this is just kind of a great learning process, too. Yeah, and we're so fortunate. We, we were the very first event in Vail Valley to be um, certified as actively green, and wow. the kids have really taken that on and are continuing to analyze how they can reduce our own carbon footprint for our events. We have one live event a year, and the other six or seven of them will all be online, mostly because we're trying to reduce our carbon footprint as we spread these great ideas. Which I think is so wonderful, and what a great accomplishment you guys are making by reducing it so much. Now, if people are interested in coming to this event on March 26, what else can they expect from it? Well, they're going to see amazing visuals. They will be engaging with some of our TEDx Youth uh, Veil speakers. So. What I love about that is the intergenerational exchange of ideas. Um, it's not always that easy to find um, people to have conversations with that you don't hang out in the same social group or the same age group or the same cultural surroundings. It's, I always think it's fascinating when someone can spark a conversation that can not only go through generations, but it can be with anyone, like you said, no matter the social class or your ethnicity, or this is just something that if you share the passion for our planet, then yeah. you can have that conversation so candidly, so openly, and you can express all of these wonderful things that you've just learned. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about regeneration in new and unusual ways that are very practical for up here in the mountains. We're talking about um, new types of technology that can aid us in being more connected as a community. 
It, it should be um, quite an interesting conversation March 26th, but if, if you can't make it with us online then, definitely make your reservation for TEDx Youth uh, because they are really, they've been working since October, uh, defining their ideas, creating their original visuals, crafting carefully their last lines for a call to action that they hope the community will embrace. Which I think is so cool that our community is so devoted to our youth to give mm -hmm. them such great opportunities. We have not only some of the best athletes that come out right. of our community, but it is such a unique opportunity to have this public speaking time for mm -hmm. these kids and especially as they're making their way into college and their big parts of their life as they're making these transformations and so we want to thank you guys for giving them the oh. opportunity. Thank you for being interested and showing up and giving us a chance to speak up about this um, amazing um, well, what can I say? I've, I've experienced tears on that stage. I've experienced people saving, having their lives saved. We've had set designs that have been sold for a million dollars to the W Hotel. Wow. So every part gets sparked differently each year. Which I think is so incredible, and it's so incredible to have an organization like you guys in our community to bring all of these aspects to life, because I know that there are so many different topics being talked about at TEDx Youth, right. and it's just unique to hear these kids' experience, because mm -hmm. we all have our perspective, and we all grow into our perspectives, but yeah. to have someone with such a young, vibrant energy bring that different perspective yeah. to us really opens all of our eyes. Yeah, it takes incredible courage to stand up in front of 500 people. Um, they say that public speaking is one of the most frightening experiences you can have in your life. And these kids will have that skill set now to go throughout the rest of their life for whatever area they decide to become leaders in. Now let's talk a little bit if people want to get involved because mm -hmm. the one that you guys are just about to do, March yeah. 26, that's mm -hmm. a great one for maybe someone who is passionate about the environment or maybe works at Walking Mountain Science yeah. Center or for the town of Vale or for the town of Avon to get involved and have their voice heard and have their perspective heard. So if that's something people are interested in doing, how can they do so? Yeah, so we have a, uh, if, if you're interested in being a speaker, there's a process on the TEDxVale.com website. Go to participate, nominate, fill out the form, and we curate those continuously. If you want to be a partner, we would love that because what we're trying to do is to bring these ideas to ground level right here. And if there's a business that's already involved in waste management or real estate development or banking, these are all partners that um, have been successfully creating, co-creating with us in the past, and we love embracing the collaborations. Um, also, specific needs, <laughs> we're looking for an accountant, um, a graphics person, and um, someone who's really committed to technology. We want to transfer as many of these skills directly to the kids so that they are able to use those going out there in business locally. Which is so incredible. Kat, thank you again yeah. for coming in, giving us all this great information and spending some time on the couch with me. My pleasure. And thanks also to the Town of Vail and Vail Symposium. Without them, we couldn't do what we're doing. We're so grateful <laughs> for all of the incredible organizations here, including yourself. 
Thank you so much, Maddie. Of course. Make sure that you check, check out TEDxVale only because they do such incredible things here in our community and it's a great way to expand your knowledge horizons. Whether you just want to learn, get a new perspective, or whether you want to be involved, they've got you covered on all fronts. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we're going to introduce you to Eagle County 4-H, so stay tuned. Welcome back to your Sunday edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm your host, Liz, and we have so many great things that we like to bring back to light for all of you snowboard enthusiasts. This is going to be a great interview that you're going to want to watch. Recently, Gretchen got to talk with the author of Dear Rider, and that is the story of Jake Burton. We all know that name super well, so let's find out what the author had to We can learn all about the rider that we all love, Jake Burton. Welcome back to the show. I'm Gretchen Plesha. I am so honored, so thrilled to have the amazing and brilliant director, Fernando Viena, from an um, <laughs> incredible, I'm a little emotional, I'm not going to lie, the incredible story of Jake Burton called Dear Writer. How are you doing, Fernando? Uh, I'm doing great, Gretchen. Thank you for having me. Of course. I am truly honored. I know I'm already getting a little emotional. Anyone that has already watched this fantastic film knows that Dear Writer is the life of Jake Burton. But I, you know, I have to be honest with you. I originally went into it thinking, oh, this is just going to be an amazing historical piece about snowboarding and how Jake had this thought of, um, you know, riding on the snow, surfing on the snow is exactly how he described it and how snowboarding came to be. But it was so much more than that. I just, I thank you. And it's such a great homage to his life. It's pretty brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, as far as the uh, history of snowboarding, it is a history of snowboarding, but told through Jake's eyes. Yes. And, and how he lived his life. And, um, but it's also a celebration of his life. That's what I love so deeply about this is Jake, as you know, something that Fernando and I both have in common is I was blessed, uh, blessed enough to cross paths with Jake and be so lucky to get to know the man, the myth, the legend that is Jake Burton. <laughs> he is one of a kind, as you know, Fernando, and I just feel honored that I got to meet him through the Burton US Open. He was one of the first human beings that believed in me to do interviews. He allowed me to do interviews of all the amazing writers at the Burton US Open. And I love that it shows the quirky, crazy side of him that we all love and know. <laughs> and it also shows the very driven side of him as well. So it's a beautiful, it's definitely a story about human kindness, finding your truth, living your truth, and also just being happy and struggles and truth of life through cancer, through other things that he went through, the coma, et cetera, which I have to tell you, I never even knew that side of it. So you did an amazing job. And I know a little bit about you. I have a little bit of a backstory. I would love to hear how you got to meet Mr. Jake Burton. <laughs> I, I, I met Jake once uh, when I um, interviewed to, uh, to direct the film and, you know, was, I got maybe 20 minutes with him, but I had put together a proof of concept that was about like seven, eight minutes long. And, you know, thank God I got to show that to him because it was such an emotional moment. Mm. I think I think for him to experience another uh, a filmmaker interpreting his life, interpreting um, his 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 battle with uh, Miller Fisher uh, in a very kind of short, compressed time, uh, it was great to see him be moved by it and 
it just left such a profound impression on me. And I, you know, I left there not really thinking I was going to get the job, but <laughs> so grateful for the experience. So grateful to like have the opportunity to show him the proof of concept and to, um, yeah, just be able to feel his energy, you know, and, and he's just such a lovely man. And what I remember the most about, about that, that experience is like, he tried to make me feel comfortable. You know, a lot of times when you go to an interview, they're like feeling you out, right? <laughs> uh, but he was like the opposite. He was like, you okay? Can I get you anything? Are you comfortable? <laughs> you know, are you relaxed? You know, just sit here, sit next to me, that sort of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was different. It was different. And one thing I love, and I know that you've seen firsthand, is the family, the community. The snowboarding community is such family, and you feel that deeply, and they take you in. And even this morning, someone that is in the movie that is one of Jake Burton's dearest friends that I know misses him very dearly, that you like to call Coxie, Mike Cox, <laughs> I was messaging with this morning, and it is such a family, and it all started, and it is because of Jake Burton. And that's it's so profound, and it's felt so deeply throughout your film. And I think that's a side of him. You know, so many people at the Burton U.S. Open that met him loved this larger-than-life human, but we got to see the funny, dorky, cool mm -hmm. like side of him. And I know you got to see that firsthand just from one meeting you said you were forever mm -hmm. changed so that's pretty awesome as for, well for sure and the the uh family aspect of snowboarding uh was something that um i didn't know about because i'm not a snowboarder but i loved you know i love the community i love how it was always a community from the very beginning um and how uh you know this 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 jake's um trauma that he suffered when he was young you know that he lost he lost family members at a very young age and um this feeling of isolation this feeling of being lonely uh of independence mm. um, it's, it's something that i think drove him to form a community, mm -hmm. a community through snowboarding and i think i think that is imprinted in the sport to a certain to a certain degree you, you know as far as far as um uh you know, Jake passed before we started making the film, but me and everyone else in the project was committed that the, that he tell the story as much as possible. Yeah. Right. To be the narrator of his film, and we tried. We tried very, very hard to pull that off. Right. To have him narrate a story, have him take us take us through the ups and downs, the 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 of his career, of his personal life, of his health struggles, and yeah. and. You know, I think, I think by and large we pulled that off, but that was something that uh, was part of the game plan. And um, you know, have Jake speak for Jake. Something that really touched me during the um, film, the story that you did, it was so beautiful. The moments where he was indeed. Um, not able to communicate and coming out of the coma and that he was writing to his friends, his family, and he was still keeping his wit about him. We can't really say the words that he used. Anyone that knows Jake and watches the film will know this exactly what I'm talking about. But he mm -hmm. just never lost his love and his lust for life. And that is truly what I think 
when you watch this film, you see a man that just had an idea, surfing on snow. That was his passion, his truth. And he taught all of us to live that truth and to truly go out there, live your passion and live it with joy and not to take life so seriously. But now when you think about that, this man created snowboarding truly out of thin air and that he did this and lived with such joy and truly lived. It's a pretty amazing, I don't know. I don't know anyone else like that. I've never met Right. one other human being like him. And I think that's truly what you drive home during this whole film, which is so beautiful. Yeah, have, have as much fun as possible. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, there's some beautiful moments in, in the film. Um, one of his sons talks about this uh, incident where he gave a little bird mouth to mouth, mm. right? Yeah. <laughs> Try to resuscitate this little bird that had just been attacked by, by a cat. And, um, and, and, he goes, I, I, you know, that's when I realized my dad has such an appreciation for life. Mm -hmm. right? And um, and also like that, you know, uh, he said um, he learned more about his dad through the cards that his dad was writing when when he couldn't see, when he couldn't move. All he could do was move his hand. And he learned more about his father through those cards than he had his whole life. So I think I think if you distill it to one word. I would distill it to two words, it's passion and fun, mm. right? It's follow your passion and have as much fun as possible because yeah, you know, we're not, we're not gonna be here forever. And, and he, uh, that legacy that, that, uh, that he taught us, you know, that, that, that way of, li of, of living, I think it's one that I, I subscribe to now, so. Yes. Having as much fun as possible is very, to me, is a very profound way of looking at life. I love that. I love it so much. And I love the film because it does give such a good background about snowboarding. And I know touching base on this a little bit too, you know, Burton is a huge entity. It's huge. It's all around the world. And you learn more about that in the film. So definitely stay tuned. And the highs and lows of that, like we have talked about it is a beautiful thing. He brought snowboarding to so many human beings that would never, I mean, he created the whole concept. Also, many people thought he sold out. So you show the highs and the lows because, you know, this man is seen as a god, the god of snowboarding. But he did go through people kind of giving him some gruff about it, you know, and I love that you showed that. It's not an easy journey for anyone that wants to make a name, but he dealt with it with beauty and grace and kind of just kept on going. You, you know, the family, um, I have to give them all the credit because they said, as long as what you put in the film is accurate, we're not going to tell you to take anything out, right? Mm. As, long, as, long as, as long as, you know, um, it's factual, right? And those things happened, you, you, you know, the, the, you know, I don't want to give anything away so people can watch it in the film. But yeah, they're, 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 he had missteps. He made some missteps. Um, but he was hu he was human, right. I think. I mean, I think for people to really connect to a character in a film, I mean, like really, tr truly connect with them and have a character stay with them, they have to feel like the character is real, right? And and nobody's all good and nobody's all bad. Um, so so to uh, paint a false portrait of somebody like they're all good or they're all bad, I think it would be it would have been a disservice. Um, and you know. <laughs> But Jake always owned up to everything, and he learned. He was such a quick learner, right? Yeah, you know, he, he thought he thought snowboarding was going to be downhill. The future of snowboarding, the sport was going to be downhill uh, 
races, you know, and he was, he was late, he was late to freestyle, but, but he he made up for it. He he was really good at, he was really good at changing, at changing course and, um, and adjusting. So, and that's really, you know, how, how we get this done, right? Um, Being flexible. I would like to say the last thing that I truly love about this is you hear Jake's voice throughout the whole film and it makes you feel connected. I don't want to get emotional. It did make me emotional. So very emotional both times I watched it and it's so beautiful. You feel like he's just sitting next to you narrating his life and it's amazing. And so I just want everyone to know we love Jake. We miss Jake so much and this is a way to keep him alive. Fernando, where can people go and watch this? Dear writer, the Jake Burton story. On HBO Max. HBO Max. And um, uh, yeah, still streaming. Um, and, you know, it's I, I just wanted to reiterate that it is a celebration of his life and it is a very joyful kind of mm. um, message uh, throughout. Um, yes. Yeah, there's, is, there's tragedy at the, at, at the heart of it, but um, but the legacy that he left, he left behind is you know, is, is, is a joyful one. And I think, uh, we, uh, you know, we tried really hard to, um, instill that in the film. Absolutely. I think the message I took away from it was to live your life to the fullest. We're not guaranteed a long time, but we're here for some time. And Jake definitely did that just to that. He lived his life and truly lived it to the fullest. Thank you so much, Fernando, for being with us. I can't wait to watch it again. Please head over to HBO Max. Watch Dear Writer, The Jake Burton Story. Thank you so much again, Fernando. And keep it right here for more to come. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm your host, Liz, for Good Morning Vale on TV8. Now, we have a lot of passions here on TV8 and throughout the Vale Valley, whether it's animals, whether it's hiking and just being in the great outdoors. But another one is food. We love our food, don't we? And we have just a magnificent girl here. You all know Tracy, right? Colorful cooking. Well, she really brings amazing dishes to light. Now, we're going to take a look at a clip of her, and she has this shrimp dish that's going to blow your mind. Let's take a look and see and then get hungry. Welcome back to Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller. I am Tracy. Thanks for joining us here today. We're talking all about shrimp, how healthy and how easy it is to cook. So I have a farm shrimp, I have a farm shrimp, and I have a wild caught shrimp. So when you're getting ready to cook it, you kind of want to pat it dry. People are always amazed when I tell them this, but like even if I have a piece of fish or something, I will just gently squeeze it after it thaws out when it's frozen to get some of that excess water. Because if you're gonna put it in your pan and you're gonna try to get a sear on it, then you're not going to get rid of that excess water. It's gonna kinda fill up in your pan and boil your shrimp, which is not what we are after. So just pat it dry a little bit with uh, a paper towel, real gently too. You don't wanna like manhandle those little tiny crustaceans. It's not gonna taste as good. So real easy to peel, you just pull the tail off, flip it over, take the legs, and they should come off nice and easy. When you're working with the farmed fish, a lot of times they just have the tails on there, so you just pull those off really quickly. So season it generously with salt and pepper, and then a nice little ingredient that you can put on there, 
just a tiny, tiny bit of sugar. Why do we do that? It's just gonna bring out the natural sweetness of the shrimp. And when we put it in the pan, it's gonna help to caramelize a little. And literally, shrimp take about mm, five minutes to cook. These are already pink shrimp, so we're not gonna see them change a color, but a lot of times when they're a grayish color when they start, they just turn pink right away. So here we are. We're gonna have those cook. I do have my salad started. This salad has cucumbers, sliced cucumbers, and peaches. If it's a really fresh peach, all you do is take a cut and go right around that. This is called the stone fruit. The seed is in the middle and you should be able to turn it and open it up like that. That is the easiest way and the nicest way to, to open up a, a fresh peach. A lot of times the juice will be squeezing all out all over you, but not today because like I said, it's not quite as ripe as it should be. All right, we're just gonna slice these up really thin. Can you hear that shrimp cooking? It smells good already. Just a little bit of simple seasoning. I have, uh, I have my cucumbers, so I'm just gonna put my, my peaches down. And as the shrimp are starting to cook, you'll see that their tails are turning a little bit, and then you just wanna flip them over. This is literally gonna take about one more minute. And the key to cooking any seafood and shrimp is don't overcook it. So right about this point, I'm actually just gonna turn the heat off and let them cook that side right now real easily. So turn the heat off. They're already kind of firm to the touch. They've got a little caramelization. They're looking good. And now let's make a vinaigrette. We're gonna go a little bit of olive oil. Equal parts, olive oil, orange juice. Orange juice is one of my favorite ingredients when I am making vinaigrettes because it's low in calorie. It gives it that nice flavor and um, you know, it's juicy and has that citrus. So you can use that quite often. All right, we're gonna do a little bit of cinnamon. I'm actually gonna get this one out right now because I need a spoon for cinnamon because if you overdo it, you're gonna be in trouble. So we're gonna use about a teaspoon of cinnamon and almost a teaspoon of cumin. We're gonna go a little bit less on the cumin because it's so strong. We're gonna do those two right in there. And when you're working with dried herbs like this, you really want to let them sit in the juices for a little bit. So you wanna make this and then let it sit. Not for a long time, but you do wanna let it sit for a little bit. See, now shake it up. Okay, it's an interesting color. <laughs> and that cinnamon is gonna be dry right now. So the longer we let it sit right here, and I don't mean like days or anything like that. I mean, you can just let it sit for like a half hour or so. The longer we let it sit, the better it's going to taste. So let me get this out of the way and bring our salad in. The shrimp is looking good. I am going to plate this up and put our vinaigrette on. When we come back, we'll show you the finished product here and then we'll get going with our farm shrimp and make a delicious creamy shrimp salad. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller. I am Tracy, thanks for joining us here today. We're talking all about shrimp, how healthy and how easy it is to cook. We are just gonna cut these into little pieces. Actually, a lot of times when I'm making this shrimp salad, I will put it in my food processor, but I didn't wanna lug the food processor in here today. So we're just gonna slice the shrimp up, kinda nice and easy if you put it in a little row, put them all together. My whole family's from Florida, so they actually 
have shrimp nets like right outside on their docks and we eat the freshest shrimp you can possibly imagine. Mayport shrimp in Florida is delicious. Really, if you can get any shrimp from the um, Texas, the Gulf of Mexico or Florida, you're gonna be in pretty good shape with that flavor. And again, just don't overcook it and you'll be tasting it and enjoying it. Okay, so here we go. We have our shrimp cut up into small pieces for the shrimp salad and this one, Ah, oh, sorry, I'm gonna add a few calories to this because it's gonna be nice and creamy. So I'm gonna do a little bit of a mixture of sour cream and mayonnaise. Now, I'm a huge mayonnaise fan. I love eggs, I love mayonnaise, but mayonnaise alone sometimes when you're making a salad like that, it's just a little too strong. So I like to mix mine with a little bit of sour cream. I actually do a half and half. 50% sour cream, 50% uh, mayonnaise. Tons of salt and pepper. Either use dill or use tarragon. And if you're ever cooking lobster, tarragon is really, really good. It has all these little like leaves like this. And all you do is pull the leaves right off of the stems. And then we're gonna chop them up. It's super easy, super fragrant. And it kind of has like a licorice type of flavor to it. So we're just gonna take those right off. Actually, I just do it that way. Take them off that way. You can really put any herbs you want in here. If you would prefer, you know, parsley or something like that, you can do that. Really making something that turns out to be in your recipe repertoire all the time. All right, super simple. Cut up cooked shrimp. We have tarragon, salt and pepper, uh, mayonnaise, and sour cream. We're just gonna kind of fold it all together and make ourselves this nice creamy salad. This is so good. I eat this just by itself and I do a lot of this with in like little individual cups and people love it. And you can either eat it by itself, you can eat it on a salad, you can eat it with crackers or crudite if you wanted to, or you can put it in a wrap and take it out on a picnic. One of the things though about wrapping up creamy dishes Mm, there's a little trick, especially if you want to take it out on your picnic. So right now, we're just gonna put it on our, our bed of lettuce. This would be a nice little light lunch for you with a, packed with protein and vitamins and minerals. Nice and light and delicious with a little bit of creaminess. I'm gonna put a little more salt and pepper right on there, especially pepper. And then, when we return, I will show you how to wrap that in a tortilla. So if you want a sandwich, if you're going on a hike or something, hitting the lake or the river, we're gonna wrap that. I'm gonna give you a few tips on how to make those wraps still taste good and not get too soggy if you're going on a picnic. Welcome back to Colorful Cooking. I'm Tracy Miller. Thanks for joining us here today. We are talking about shrimp and we just made a shrimp salad with a creamy mayonnaise sour cream base and we used tarragon today, which is actually delicious. I was crying a little bit because I didn't have the dill that I usually like to use with my shrimp salad. Have to compromise when you're using fresh ingredients and that tarragon, mm, it tastes really good. So start with some lettuce and make sure your lettuce is dry. I, like I've been telling you, kind of all day here is dry things off because all of that moisture is going to make your wrap mushy and it's going to make your shrimp boil when you're putting it in the pan. So I have the shrimp salad here. I'm just going to put that down right on top and I'm going to take a little bit of the mayonnaise base and kind of make like a little bit of glue to seal it closed. 
I love making wraps. I don't know why. I just really like rolling things. <laughs> so take it like that. Pull it all out your way. Move your fingers around so that you know that like you're have, you're going to get a good bite on every sandwich. And then just roll that baby up. That that glue right there is going to seal it closed. And then I like to cut it in half. And when I'm making wraps and I'm getting ready to go on a picnic or usually I'm getting ready to cater or go on a gig or something like that. What I do is I just put the wrap in the fridge uncovered until I'm ready to wrap it up. Because if you wrap it up in cellophane, what's gonna happen is it's gonna get all mushy. And since we have a creamy base, you want some mayonnaise on your sandwich, when you're making wraps, you wanna have a layer. You wanna have that lettuce layer to protect the mayonnaise on the inside and the wrap. Seems simple, but you can really kind of make a mushy sandwich if you're having it wrapped up for a little while. So we've got the two salads today for the shrimp salad with peaches and cucumbers, and that's in a cumin cinnamon vinaigrette. And then we will also have the recipe here for you with the shrimp salad, which I'm gonna say you're probably gonna like a lot. Thanks for joining me here on Colorful Cooking today. Eat shrimp, it's low in calories, high in protein, and really good for you. If you're making your way over to the outlets at Silverthorne, well then this is your TV8 Visitors Bureau to get you in the know as you're making your way over here to enjoy all of the fabulous villages from red to blue to green. There's somewhere for everyone to shop and enjoy. Whether you're looking to update your wardrobe or maybe you want some bath and body works, you want some things for your home, they've got William Sonoma. There are so many great options here at the outlets at Silverthorne. Now if you're looking to be a little bit more sports oriented instead of a little more clothing oriented which is what I like to come over here and shop for. Well, our sports director, Blake Orulian, has some great information for coming over here for all of your sports needs. Let's take it over to Blake. Hey, Maddie, thank you so much. Yeah, we're actually here at the outlets of Silverthorne where there's actually three distinct villages that are color-coded. So the first one that we're gonna talk about is right behind me, the Red Village, which is Lou Outdoors. And Lou Outdoors has all of your skateboarding needs, your outdoor needs. They have everything that you really need. It's a family-owned business, and it's a great shop to shop at. Another one that we're gonna move over to now is the Green Village, which has Blue Valley Ski and Board Rentals for all of your snow sports. So in the colder months that are coming just around the corner. You can actually go there, you can rent things, you can buy things, but it all gets you ready for your skiing and snowboarding seasons. And then lastly, we've got the Blue Village, which has Pearl Azumi, which has all of your cycling gear. So in a couple of months, when you actually have a little bit warmer weather, you can go out for that cycling time. And they've got great discounts, 10% off for students, teachers, first responders, as well as a whole lot more. There's a ton of things here at the villages, at the outlets of of Silverthorne, make sure to come check it out. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Liz, and we're going to take a look at your beautiful Sunday to see all the sunshine that we have to offer everybody here. Today's high is 36 degrees, and by 8 a.m., 11 degrees. Winds coming at us 
today, west-southwest at 10 to 15 miles an hour, giving us a little bit more of that chill. But we have so many sunshiny skies that will stay warm. Taking a look at your full day by noon, 31 degrees and sunny skies by 4 p.m., mostly sunny and 34 degrees. And tonight by 8 p.m., it'll be 29 degrees and the clouds will roll in for overnight. Taking a look right now over in Denver, nice and warm, 56 degrees and sunny skies in Vail. And Eagle and Avon, all super sunny all day long, 36 in Vail, 42 in Eagle, and 38 in Avon. Taking a look right now at your overnight as we sleep, 21 degrees. Cloudy skies and the sun will set tonight at 717. Taking a look right now at the entire week, 40% chance of precipitation kicking off our week tomorrow on Monday. 40 degrees is your high and 26 degrees is your low. Tuesday, 40% chance of snow showers, 36 for your high, 31 for your low. 80% chance of snow, everybody, on Wednesday. 38 for your high, 21 for your low by Thursday. 50% chance of precipitation, 33 for your high and 20 for your low. And then when we get to Friday, 30% chance of precipitation and scattered snow showers throughout the day. 32 for your high and only 18 degrees for your low. Now that's a look at your weather and we are going to say Thank you very much to so many great people that we had on the show today. All the great clips that we had and everything else for you guys. One huge congratulations has to go out. Okay, so the last race of the season, Michaela Schifrin took her 88th World Club victory. Wow, that is so exciting. We just love seeing success stories from our local people. And they're going to celebrate Michaela all night long at Solaris in Vail on the 2nd of April. And it's going to start at 4 p.m. Get on over there. She will be there personally for everybody to see and chat with. And there's going to be so many activities, entertainment, food, music, and so much more to celebrate Michaela Schifrin. Just one local that's had so much success. We have so many successful locals here. It's a beautiful thing. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to your Sunday edition of Good Morning Vale. Now at two hours each show every morning for Good Morning Vale. And we would love, love having you tune in. I just want to say thank you from myself, from Maddie, from Tracy, from Gretchen and Mark and Kevin and Ben and Danielle and our entire crew in the studio. We love you. We thank you for tuning in and making TV8 part of your home and family. It's going to be a great week. Lots of great interviews coming up. And of course, we have Cooking with Tracy and we have the sports show, of course. That's right, the scoreboard and all kinds of great things. Interviews and of course, all your local favorite things going on. And that's about it for your Sunday. Get out there and enjoy the beautiful sunshiny day. We have abundance sunshine all day long. And don't forget to check out the avalanche warnings, okay? You just want to make sure you don't go out of bounds and cause anything like that because you want to get out there and have a great day. Enjoy that beautiful Sunday, everybody. I'll be back here next week for TV8Ville.